It's time for another episode of The Father's Truth, the show where real men band together, stand up for father's rights, and bring the father's truth out of the darkness. Of the darkness. Out of the darkness and into the light, giving fathers a voice everywhere. A broadcast brought to you by the Fathers Lives Matter Network. Here's your host. Here's your host. Alan Donovan. Alan Donovan. I am your host, Alan Donovan, and I want to welcome you guys to the Father's Truth Podcast, where we discuss the joys, challenges, and complexities of fatherhood in today's world. As a father and a survivor of the family court system, I do offer a unique perspective on what it means to be a dad in the 21st century. Now, let me ask you guys this. What would you do if your mother lied to you about your father? Pretty big question, right? A lot of us don't even like to contemplate that possibility, but for a lot of kids out there, that is a very real reality. Their mothers lie to them about their fathers on a daily basis. Tonight on the show, I've got Gabe Kessler. He is 41 years old. He is from Southern California. He is a firefighter. Gabe, thank you very much. He experienced this firsthand with his mother lying to him about his father. So we're going to get him on the show and he's going to tell us his story about what it was like. Um, basically, so I hope everybody is having a great weekend. We are just waiting for him to come on in here. So, uh, yeah. Here he comes. Gabe, welcome to the Father's Truth. How are you, my brother? I'm good, man. How you doing? Thanks for having me doing on. Great, doing great. So you saw the post that I posted the other day. Um, yeah. A picture for those of you that haven't seen it, it was a picture of a suburban, and on the back it basically said, "You know, essentially, my mother lied. I get to meet my biological father for the first time." You lived that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, kind of a long story. I'll, I'll try to keep it, you know, kind of short. Um, and I do. I tend to curse a lot. I'll try oh, that's to, I'll fine. Try to say whatever okay. the fuck you want. Perfect. <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 42. So this all happened a couple of years ago. And, uh, basically, um, I, I hop on ancestry, right. I wanted mm -hmm. to see how far back I could like trace my family just like for fun, you know, whatever. And so I went on there and submitted it. And, um, and it, I don't know if you've ever done it ancestry or 23 and me or whatever, but, um, I have not. Okay, yeah, basically gives you like a breakdown. It's like, hey, these people are your close family, mom, dad, brother, sister, half brother, half sister, first cousins, second cousins. It goes all the way down to like fifth cousins and then it's just extended family or whatever. So I get these all these uh, first cousins, you know, and it's like all these people. Oh, there's a bunch of people on there. I don't know. I don't know any of these people. Like, who the fuck are these people, you know? <laughs> right. So I'm like, whatever. I, I didn't think anything of it. You know, it's over my head. And um, I get a message. This was this was probably three years ago. I get a message from a girl who's my cousin, um, from two girls who are my cousins. And they're like, hey, looks like we're cousins. Um, we're trying to figure out, you know, whose kid you are and where in the family. And I was like, I know all my mom and dad's brothers and sisters. So I don't know this thing must be fucked up or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. So... I was like, all right, cool. We're cousins. Like, but I, I still, still didn't think anything of it. And, um, some time goes by, about a year goes by. <laughs> this was about two and a half, two and a half years ago. Now I was up, I was on a fire up North and I got a, a message on my phone. It's like, you have a new message um, on ancestry. Cause ancestry gives you notifications. Mm -hmm. You get messages. And so I opened this message and it's from this dude named Kevin. And he goes, you know, typical, guy fashion he's like hey dude i don't really know how to say this but i think my dad is your dad oh wow yeah and i was like uh i was like what the 
the fuck? And uh, so I, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I'm bouncing around the back of a fire truck up north, and uh, and I just I, I just moved to this department, so I'm like the new guy. I'm supposed to be on my shit, you yeah. know, and I'm sitting in the back seat, and I'm just like, holy shit, what the fuck's this guy talking about? And uh, so he goes, here's the deal. He's like, my sister, Katie, just submitted her um, ancestry thing, so she should be getting it back in the next couple of days. And, it, and if she's also your match, then for sure my dad's your dad, right? And I'm just like, holy shit, I'm like, what the fuck? So I wait a couple of days, sure shit, it's like, you have a new DNA match. And uh, so I go on ancestry, it's like, boom, Katie, Kevin, close family. So they're either brothers or half brothers and sisters. And so I'm like, holy shit. So then I message back the two girls that had messaged me prior to that. And I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Like what, who's who, what's, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. You know, <laughs> just trying to wrap my head around this whole thing. I mean, it's been a few years and I still, it still is, is mind bending, you know? Um, so they're like, Oh, you're You finally figured it out. You know, whatever. They're like, Hey, we found, we found a picture. We're like, they're like, we think your dad is, is Bobby. And I was like, okay. Like who's Bobby? Like, like, where does he live? Blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out he lives like 20 minutes from me. Right? Oh, no shit. Yeah. And so they send me a side by side. They had ripped a picture off my social media and a picture of him, like just a headshot side by side and sent it to me. And I was just like, holy fuck dude this guy's like my twin <laughs> and uh you know growing up i have one older brother well i have two older brothers now but i had one older brother that, that i grew up with and my and my father who raised me and people would always ask my brother and i if we had the same parents because he doesn't look anything like me you know i look a lot like my mom and he looks a lot like my dad so, so right? let's, roll, let's roll it back for one quick second here yeah, so yeah growing up you have your dad or who you mm -hmm. think is your dad that's been raising right. you what what did your mom say what was it always just hey this is your dad and that was that yeah, nothing we yep oh, wow. we knew nothing man because uh, they were married obviously um uh, and i'll get into that a little bit but they were married at the time so i'll get there so um so yeah, so they sent me the side by side of my like, holy shit, dude, this guy is my twin. And I was saying growing up, you know, I have my older brother, um, Justin, who I, he's probably on here watching right now. I told him I was gonna be on here. Yeah, I did um, see someone pop up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so um, you know, I always just thought he looked like my dad and I looked like my mom, and that's just how it was, you know. And um family pictures, there's always our family, and then I was just the, the little brown kid in the corner, you know. I never <laughs> looked like anybody on my dad's side of the family. So anyway, moving along. So I take this side-by-side -side picture. So now I'm in, right? I'm like, holy shit, this is wild. Like, I gotta, what's my mom gonna say? Like, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. So I go over to my mom's house. She lives here, not far from me, about 15 minutes away. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm trying, we're small talking in the garage. And I'm trying to figure out how to bring this up. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, mom, do you know um, a guy named, um, Bobby, you know, I don't want to say his last name. I don't want to put him yeah. in blast or anything, but yeah. I was like, hey, do you, know, do you know this guy named Bobby? And she's like, hmm, hmm. No, no, it doesn't sound familiar. I was, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, all right, well, do you know this guy? And I had that, that picture queued up on my phone, and I just kind of slid it across the pool table. And she picked it up, and she looks at it, and I just see her face just, she you can see it in her face. It's just white. And she just, <laughs> she just goes, she looks up at me, and she just goes, oh fuck <laughs> oh like, fuck is right Holy yeah cow. <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm like who the fuck is this guy like is that my dad like what like what the fuck you know and um sure shit you know she she's like yeah you know what i fuck you know we we it was a one-time thing or whatever like you know basically she cheated on my dad right because they were married at the time um my brother was three uh <laughs> So she's like, yeah, fuck, yep, shit, she's, and she's like, you know, she's, she's still to this day says that she didn't know and had no idea, uh, but, you know, I mean, if you're married and you're having sex with two dudes and you get pregnant, there's a pretty good, there's a 50-50 shot, yeah. you know? so she said she 
never knew and, and all that stuff. So, but, uh, um, but yeah, so then I was like, you got to tell my brother and my dad, because my, my dad, I refer to my dad as my dad, my, my biological dad, I, I call him Bob. Um, and he's a good guy. I've met him. He's a good guy. But my father who raised me, he's my fucking hero, man. He's he's awesome. He's amazing. Well, that's, amazing that's, that's got to be a huge mind fuck. Yeah. Just sitting there staring at it, and you're talking to your mom, and she's like, yeah. I was just like, wow. Yeah. It's still, it's still uh, honestly, it's still tough to, to, wrap your, to wrap my head around it. Um, so I told her, I was like, Hey, you got to tell my brother, and my dad, and she didn't want to tell anyone. She was like, Oh, we don't have to tell anyone. I was like, no, you're fucking <laughs> telling my brother and you're telling my telling dad, everybody. You're, you're, you're telling everybody. Cause I'm fucking telling everybody, you know? And uh, she actually got pretty upset that, uh, that I started telling people because she didn't want anyone to know, you know, that's, that's how she is. But, um, but yeah, so she told my dad and, um, that was gnarly. That was, that was hard actually was at work when she told him and i ended up leaving work and going down to his house and i spent the day down there that was a gnarly day bro oh god damn i could man i could couldn't imagine how did he handle it uh, just, just just probably about how you would think you would handle that uh it, it was gnarly um it was it was a emotional day it was it was heavy it was fucking heavy man <laughs> um but, you know, my dad being the guy that he is, he's like, hey, you know, if you want to have him around on, on family, whatever days, it's all good with me, you know. Um, he doesn't want to see my mom ever again, obviously. No. Um, but they've been divorced since I was 16, so it's they, they weren't, you know, they don't really deal with each other much anyway. Um, yes, so that's how it all went down. And I ended up, you know, through the cousins and stuff on Ancestry, ended up meeting my dad. Um, I met a couple of my uncles and some cousins. Um, you know, I got family all over the fucking place now, uh, times that I've never even met, but some that, so my, one of my cousins, actually my cousin Tanya actually grew up like fucking three streets away. Oh shit. Yeah. No, no idea. Yeah. We went to the same school, we went to the same high school. Her daughter, my little cousin, her daughter dances with my niece, with my, with my brother's kid oh, and wow. they knew each other. They knew each other already. And so, turns out that she's my cousin, and my brother and my sister-in-law, um, they were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it, it was gnarly, man. It was it was gnarly. I, I think the gnarliest part of, of all of it was this past, um, I think it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, I went. So, my brother, um, Kevin, came down, and my sister, Katie, was in town. She lives way the fuck in um, Kansas. Um, but uh, they came came down and so it was me bob my brother and my sister sitting at the at the dinner table and it was i was it was like man that could be my father you know mike that could easily be mike that could be my brother justin and that could be my sister melissa like it was just a, it was a fucking like a like an alternate reality you know what i mean it was gnarly and it's still heavy uh to this day uh, it's it's still hard to kind of wrap my head around some facts like you know, my grandparents, who were my favorite people in the world, dude, just beautiful souls. And, uh, you know, turns out, you know, that we're not even like blood, you know. Oh, man. And my, my dad's grandparents, or my dad's parents, my biological dad's parents, I never got to meet. So, you know, they, they both passed away quite some time ago. So that was all kind of a bummer. But, but yeah, man, <laughs> it was gnarly. It, it was gnarly. It was heavy. And we're still, still kind of dealing with, with the, uh, with the ripple effect from that with my, uh, my mom. My mom and I were kind of on the outs already anyway. And, uh, so, yeah, we, we, we haven't spoken much over the last couple of years. I'd imagine that there's a fuck ton of fallout from, because that, that's a huge secret to, you know, not only keep from you, but keep from her husband, the rest of the family. And then you drop that bomb. Yeah. That day in the garage, and she's like, "Oh, fuck! He found out." Yeah, yeah. She, she. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm positive she was gonna take that to the grave, you know. Uh, but you know, back in eighty or eighty one, and no one foresaw ancestry or twenty three and me. You know, yeah. who would have thought that that was even gonna be a thing? 
Mm. You know, and I think about like Ancestry and 23andMe, and I think about how many of these stories are out there floating around. And the truth was only drug into the light by this kind of system. Yeah. I remember uh, either read, reading an article or something that said some astronomical number, like one in like one in four or five people that do those DNA things find out that one or more of their parents aren't their parents. It's pretty crazy. That's, that's shocking. That is absolutely crazy. So take take us back to your first contact with your biological father. How did that play out? Did you text him? Did he text you? So we had um, me and my cousin Tanya had kind of arranged to do like this little family get together um, at the lakes over in Santee. Um, which is down south from here a bit, but and she was going to come, and one of my other cousins who lives out in Ramona was going to come. They were going to bring their kids, and we were just going to meet, you know, because we had been kind of texting each, each other and stuff back and forth for a little bit. And we were like, "Fuck, we got to meet! Like, we're family, you know. Like, let's let's make this shit happen, you know. I want to meet you guys. I want to see your kids. So we all meet. We're all just hanging out, you know. Someone brought some pizza, and some, you know, just just bullshit, just chilling. And uh, Bob. Uh, was going to come and I guess he couldn't come and then he, one of their phone rings you know and and someone goes oh you're coming and uh and she gets off the phone and she's like Bobby's coming and I was like oh shit like wh- I, what do I do what do I say <laughs> like you know like fuck this is gnarly and uh, so we showed up and uh you know what do you say it was like a, a hug and like holy shit like fuck where do we even start? Yeah. You know, um, how old were you at this point? I was probably pretty close to 40, 39 or 40. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to be 42 next month. I was probably 40. I'm about 40 years old. So I'm actually glad that this didn't happen when I was a teenager. Cause it probably would have, I was already a, a fucking, and a handful, you know, when I was a teenager anyways, so I can imagine don't do something like that. That probably would fuck me up. I'd probably end up in prison or something. But um, but no, well, Bob is actually a, a fucking really cool guy. He's super solid. He comes out to my, you know, I got a teenager mm-hmm. and I got a uh, almost four-year-old. He comes out to their games, you know, soccer games and stuff. And, and he sends cards and he calls and texts all the time. See, he's a good dude. And he's, you know, he wants to be. He wants to have a relationship, and so it's it's cool. And he's met my dad. Um, you know, obviously they they see each other at soccer games and shit, whatnot. But um, yeah, he's a good dude, man. And uh, it's kind of a bummer because you know your your parents, your your brothers, people you grow up with, you just have a, a relationship with them, a certain kind of relationship. And um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm almost forty two, and and to try to develop a relationship with somebody is fucking hard. Yeah. We, everyone's got family and kids and shit going on. It's like you don't uh, you don't have that time. So it's just it's harder to uh, it's harder to establish you know that kind of closeness that you get with your with your family. Well, and I would imagine in a situation like that, you get into or you have the possibility of getting into that mindset where you're like, "Wow, forty years, what all did I miss?" You know, here's this yeah. guy standing next to me that's my biological father. You know, the grandfather to my kids. What the fuck did I miss? And how do I go about creating some sort of foundation and trying to rebuild this shit? Yeah. And it's hard. You know, it's hard because it's, you know, like I said, we we don't live far away. But, you know, with my work schedule and the kids' sports and school and dance with the little one. And it's just, fuck, dude, life is just full of just things, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's it's like, (laughs) it's, it's. it sucks that it's so hard to make to to make time for people. You know what I mean? I feel like we just get so caught up in shit yep. and just shit. You know, it is. Just, uh, and I think that that's why you know when we get older, I think that's why we can cherish the relationships that we have. You know, because we know it's fucking hard to build those. You know, so but yeah, he's a good, he's a good guy. But I'm I'm bummed. I, I never got to meet my grandparents. Really bummed. I got a I got a bunch of family back east that who knows if I'll ever meet them. Uh, big Czechoslovakian family, um, you know, family up north. It's just 
it's wild, man. It, it's wild, and it happens, and it happens from from what I understand. It happens a lot, and yeah. it's fucked up. It is fucked up. I mean, and in a way, I don't. In a way, I'm kind of glad because, dude, my my dad, the man that raised me, Mike, he is fucking amazing, dude. He he was all time. I mean, he was soccer coach, baseball coach, catch in the backyard, you know, all the all the things, dude. All the fucking things. He he was fucking amazing. He still is. He's you know, um, so I'm glad, glad that I got that, you know. Um, I'm just bummed that. Uh, I'm just bummed that that my mom did that to him. So, let me ask you this: Were you the one that told him, or did she tell him? I made her tell him. I said, "You are going to tell my brother, and you are going to tell my dad." Were you there when she told him, or was no, that no, no? I was actually at work. She texted me, and she was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna call your dad." I was like, "Okay." And uh, she texted me about 10 minutes later, and she was like, okay, I told him. I was like, all right. So I called my dad, and I, I could, you know, I heard it in his voice. I was like, all right, I'm on my way. You know, I'm coming down there. And uh, yeah, so I went down there. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was gnarly, dude. I don't, even, I don't even know what else to say about it. It was heavy. The whole yeah. thing was heavy. Well, I mean, it's just it's devastating in so many different ways, you know, devastating to you devastating to him you know and yeah. anybody that's caught in between there's a lot of different people that were affected by your mom's i mean let's call it what it is piss poor judgment on yeah. that you know and you were saying that a little bit ago you were saying about how this happens on a regular basis paternity fraud is such a fucking huge thing these days and it runs rampant i mean you can go on tiktok you know tiktok i see it all the time yeah where you know, these women are posting these videos about talking about how, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to entrap him. I'm going to get that bag and he's not yep. going to know. And, you know, this guy's, I'm going to tell this guy that he's the baby daddy. It's just fucking pathetic. It yep. blows me away because these women don't stop to think the collateral damage, you know, and it's, it may be years off, but that collateral damage is going to happen and it's going to fuck up a lot of worlds. And they yep. don't stop and think about that. No, they don't. They don't care. I think, I think that's a, you know, an, an issue today is people are just so about, um, about me, you know, about, about me and right now. And especially when it comes to the kids, dude, people, it drives me nuts when I see people not being good parents or like not really giving a shit about their kids. Cause dude, I, I can't imagine being a shit dad to my kids it, just the thought of not being around my kids fucking sounds oh, kills you. Yeah. fucking horrible yep. horrible um so i and to intentionally do something that that is going to hurt them in the future or hurt the, or, or, or even make them say no one wants to see their kids sad or cry or get a fucking boo-boo on their knee no one wants to see it it's fucking drives me nuts man yeah but it's something that happens every single day so what did she say what was her excuse for doing this now i mean not just not just the cheating but you know the the non-disclosure of the reality of the truth well her her story is that she didn't know that's what she's saying is that she didn't know and uh yeah she had a she had a fling with this guy and she just the thought never crossed her mind and she just you know because her and my and my dad were trying to get pregnant and uh you know she was like i just it never crossed my mind and i have trouble with that i have, I have a problem with that because if you're with someone and you fuck somebody else absolutely a chance that that is that man's baby right like oh, absolutely. so so, so to say that I didn't know, it's just, you know, to me, it sounds like she, I, my personal opinion is that she did know, or, or she didn't know, if, she probably didn't know for sure whose I was, but she knew there was a possibility, and she just didn't want to tell anybody, you know? Except that fact, or face that reality. Yeah, she knew, she didn't want to, she didn't want to do that, for sure. 
Dang. So, and this, how long ago was this? This was, I, I'd say now it's probably been close to three years now that this, this all went down, yeah. And you said that you guys are kind of on the outs now? Yeah, you know, I haven't, I haven't spoken, uh, I haven't spoken to my mom in probably like two years. Were you guys close before this? You know, we, we've been kind of rocky on and off for, for some other stuff. You know, one of the reasons I started following you is because you talk a lot about family court stuff and I've been through all that and it's fucking, it's so gnarly, uh, it's so anti-dad, but, um, you know, she, she kind of, uh, you know, we, we had some issues since then, since my, since my oldest was born. Okay. And and kind of her, her uh, loyalties, <laughs> where her loyalties were, and um, so we've always just been kind of rocky, you know. And then this this was just kind of the straw that that broke the camel's back. And then and then the, the thing that really got to me was that she tried to make it seem like I was the asshole for telling everybody she was she was legit mad at me she was mad at me for for telling people well you um, you forced her bullshit into the light exactly. and now she has exactly. to admit it exactly That's what she's pissed exactly. about a hundred percent brother a hundred percent and uh and yeah so we had a big fight and i was like you know what i don't fucking need you man i don't i don't need the drama that you bring i don't want it around me you know, and uh, we haven't we haven't spoken for a couple of years. So, so how now? How did you explain that to your kids about grandma all of a sudden not well, being in the picture? Well, my little one is little. You know, she she doesn't even know. My my oldest does has always had a good relationship with her, so she she is very aware that that her grandma and her dad are not on speaking terms. Um, but she does still talk to her and stuff. Um, you know, she's got a cell phone, obviously. Um, so, so they do talk. She still comes out to watch her soccer games and stuff. But I don't. I just don't interact with her. Do you ever see? Do you ever see a time in the future where you guys can reconcile? <laughs> you know, I, I do. I do, and I've told her. I, she came over to my house one day, and, and we had a chat, and she. You know, I was like, "Hey, all all I want, all I want from you is for you to go. You're right. This is what I did. I fucked up, and I apologize. Uh, you know, I own I see shit. that I caused all this drama. It, I'll own it. But but she, you know, she has refused to do that thus far. She just kind of, you know, she likes to deflect and oh well, this and that, blah blah, blah and you know, Jesus and and whatnot. Um, so." And I told her, I said, "Hey, when you're when you're ready, when you're ready to do that, when you're ready to admit your faults and just own it, we we can we can try again. But until that happens, I'm I'm not even gonna fuck with it. You know? Do you think that it? Do you think that day will ever come? I think it will. I think it will because her, my stepdad, her husband passed away not too long ago, and, and he was a good guy. I, I loved him. He was a good dude. Um." But it's been a couple of years, and I and I I know that she misses her family. She does, and, and I think at some point, um, the, I think at some point, she's, she's kind of there already. She sent me some emails actually in the last couple of weeks, which has been really the only contact we've had. And she wants to try to like, get through some stuff. So, my brother and I are actually, um, my brother and I are actually talking to each other about how we're going to navigate this. Um, you know, my brother and I are really close. He's, you know, my big brother, he's awesome. He's my guy. So um, we're, we're actually trying to figure it out. We're, I think we're going to try to do some like family therapy and, uh, and see if we can um, see if we, we can get her to uh, just, just to own it, just to own her shit, you know? Yeah. So what's, what does he think about this whole thing? Cause that's gotta be, you know, just as fucking mind blowing for him as it is for you. Yeah. My brother, um, my brother was fucking just as devastated as I, as I was, you know, 
Uh, and my brother, between the two of us, he's he's a lot more emotional than I am. Um, so it was it was very hard for him as well. And, and you know, I went. My wife would remember this. I think I went to their house to tell them. I don't remember exactly how I told him, but um, but yeah, it was gnarly. It was heavy, and he he was very upset said about it you know rightfully so as was my my sister-in-law um it was it was gnarly for everybody you know nobody nobody didn't care right everybody was just like holy fuck and uh uh you know i can't even imagine if my grandparents were still alive what 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 they would have thought you know they they're probably rolling over in their graves out of anger at my mom you know for for that shit um so yeah nobody took it well uh, and it's just it's really, really kind of left everyone everybody has just a fucking bad taste in their mouth about my mom yeah. and i and, and and that's a stain that is going to be really hard to scrub out you know what i'm saying well and that's that's kind of one of those things where it doesn't ever go away I mean, yeah. everybody always in the back of their mind is going to look at her and go, this is what you did. I mean, you begged for forgiveness. And, you know, even if the day comes when she owns her shit, I mean, she can own her shit until the cows come home. But that doesn't change the reality of the situation and the reality of what she did and what she did yeah, to you guys. Exactly. And that's, exactly. you know, that's going to be at the end of the day, you know, and, and I tell fathers this all the time when it comes down to, the suicide aspect of things like when a father becomes suicidal and I've had a lot of fathers reach out to me that were, you know, on their last edge, they were on the edge of the rope, you know, and they were going to commit suicide. And I said, do you really want this to be the legacy? Yeah. Your legacy that you leave your kids, you know? Yeah. And, and this is the, this is going to be her legacy. I know they're two entirely separate things, but you know, it's going to be the same thing. This is going to be her legacy that she leaves. Yeah. 100% 100% man and uh yeah and it's not gonna go away and it's just um you know it's one one bad decision it, it's so gnarly the fucking effect that it has forever yeah know? well i mean five minutes of pleasure you yeah. know and Ooh, 40 years of of deceit and lies yep you know this is this is what you get and you know honestly I, I don't know what I would do if my mom did something like that. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of one of those... I, to me, that is almost one of those unforgivable sins. You lied to me about my father. And yeah. I'm now finding out 40 fucking years later. Yeah. Yeah, I got another brother and another sister. And, like, a fucking cousin that grew up in my neighborhood that I didn't even know was my cousin and aunts and uncles. And, you know, it's gnarly man it's it's yeah I, I i still can't even wrap my head around sitting here talking to you about it it makes me realize like holy shit i still really haven't grasped you know the 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 fucking size of this thing you know well, it's, uh, mentally, well, that's just mentally it's like, yeah. yeah it's hard to wrap to wrap your head around it it's fucking so just it is like an unfathomable thing right it's like not something that you think would ever happen to you you know well and that's exactly it this is the kind of stuff that you hear about in the movies and on tv and you think god damn that would never happen to me and then boom yeah it's happened to you and you're like what the fuck do i do how do i spend how do i wrap my head around this and you're gonna probably spend the rest of your life trying to wrap your head around this yeah there's there's so many things that that i think about that that's that suck about it right i mean uh you know the the grandparent aspect of it really bums me out because not because my grandparents weren't blood i love them they're they were the most beautiful souls on this fucking planet by far amazing people i'm so bummed though that i never got to meet my dad's parents because if one set of grandparents was like that, imagine having two sets of grandparents like that, like, holy shit. Um, 
you know, it, it, that, and then I have an aunt who was murdered a, a while back. Um, her her killer actually just died in prison like a year ago. I, I never got to meet her. You know, there's there's just so much stuff that I that I that I miss, and I look at like my brother and my relationship, and and how many cool fucking memories we have, and how strong our relationship is. And I'm like, fuck. What if I had two more of those relationships, dude? Like, fuck, that would be so cool. You know, but I don't. I don't have them. It's like I do have another brother and another sister, but I'll never have a relationship with them like I do with my brother. Yeah, because you missed out. Yeah. yeah, you missed out on growing up. With her. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it, it's heavy. It sucked. Um, <laughs> get those paternity tests, boys. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a huge thing, man. So, how how has this affected you on like a daily basis? If you don't mind me asking. Um, you know, I, I don't know about on a daily basis. I mean, I think the thing, I think the thing probably that, that gets to me the most, cause like I, like I told you, my dad, Bobby, my, my biological dad, he texts me a couple times a week or he'll call and and when I text him back, I always say Bob, right? I never say dad. And I kind of feel, I kind of feel a little bit guilty about that, right? Because I'm like, fuck. It, I, it just feels a certain type of way about it. And, uh, and like, in a way, I kind of feel bad because I'm like, fuck. You know, I feel like maybe I should um be treating him different i want to right like i want to be closer with him and i want to have a relationship with him but when he texts me or calls me it just feels very um word it just feels a little bit uncomfortable right because he'll text me like Oh, hey, you know, to tell the girls, hi, you know, so-and-so, love you guys. And I'm like, yeah, we love you too. And I don't have a problem saying that. But I think if, I don't think I would be able to tell him, I love you. You know, I don't have a problem saying, hey, we love we love you too, grandpa, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that's the hard part is I struggle with that part emotionally. Like, I know he's my biological dad and I accept that and I... And he's my dad, and I'm trying to build a relationship with him. But emotionally, I don't think I'll ever have, like, that father-son connection with him. And, and uh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, because I have that with my with my dad who raised me, you know. Um, well, let, let me ask you this. Do you want that connection? I wouldn't mind it, you know. Uh, um, I don't think it'll ever be the level of, of, of me and my dad. Um, but I wouldn't mind having a closer relationship with him. You know, I just don't know how to go about doing that. You know, it, it's tough. It's so have, tough ha, have you, have you talked to him about this? Does he know this aspect of it? No, I don't know. No, it's all, all very, um, you know, when we, he'll, he'll come and stop by and stuff and it's, it's all, it's all good. It's all pleasant. I mean, it's, we're happy to see each other, and um, I like hanging out with him. He's a, he's a super nice guy, you know, real, just real kind of quiet and mellow, and he's super chill. But we, we just haven't really, like, sat down and, like, had any kind of, like, in-depth conversation about the situation, you know. Um, I mean, there's a lot of feeling out. That I would imagine that is still going on. You guys are still establishing boundaries, you know, because you got you, you have to have boundaries, and you guys are still probably establishing that. And yeah. you're just getting to know who each other are. You know, that's yeah. forty years. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So it's it's um it's tough, but you know, like I said, he we we, we try to stop by on holidays and stuff. We'll go by his house and. You know, like I said, he comes out and sees the kids. He'll come stop by if he's in the area. Uh, he, he's trying. You know, we're all trying. Um, as far as, you know, will that will that relationship ever unfold? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but but I appreciate him, you know. Uh, it, it 
could have went different ways. You know, he could have been like, well, fuck, I don't want to have anything to do with this kid. You know, I don't know this. I don't know this man. He's 40. uh, He's never been around, but he didn't. He was like, shit, I want to meet him. Let's, you know, he, he stepped right up, man. He, he never even, never thought twice about it. Oh, I just lost you there for a second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I just switched. I just switched microphones there. Okay. The batteries are never as long lasting as they say they are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what. What about therapy? What if you guys have you guys ever considered therapy? No, um, no. I haven't even really thought about that other than, you know, my brother and me talking about doing that with, uh, with my, with my mom to see if we can kind of work through it. We got a lot to unpack. Me and my brother and I, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> our fucking suitcases are packed up pretty tight. You know what I mean? So that's, that's probably all the therapy I can deal with for now. I don't know if I could do, if I could do any more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, you're right. That is a shitload of therapy that you guys got to deal with just on that situation alone yeah yeah you know i gabe i couldn't imagine what that would be like i really can't as you're as you're sitting here telling me your story i'm thinking about it and man i i don't know what i would do honestly yeah it's funny because people you know people i tell them the story and people are always like are you okay and i'm like Dude, I don't know. Like, honestly, I, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't even know what that means. You know, am I okay? Like, dude, I honestly don't fucking know, bro. Uh, like I said, I still, it's been three years and I still, I fucking can't wrap my head around. I just can't wrap my head around it. It's, 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 it's a Goliath. You know, mm-hmm. it's big and it's heavy. And it's, yeah, it's, it's um, big, it's heavy, it's ugly, and oof, man. Secrets like these, these are the kind of things that absolutely destroy families. 100%. I, I can't, I, I am so glad my parents are <laughs> already divorced. Because uh, I can't imagine if if they were still married, what, uh, what would be going down? I, I could. That, I imagine that they would stay married after that. Honestly, yeah, I yeah, know. There's no way my dad, my dad wouldn't do it. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, so, I, that uh, kind of seems like it would be a marriage killer without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I would hope so. I, I, you know, I don't think my dad would stick around after something like that anyway. So, but yeah, man, it's gnarly. It's gnarly. It's heavy. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened to other guys out there and. It's uh, it's brutal. You know, I think I think I'm I'm lucky in a way that my biological dad is is close and alive, and I got to meet him, and uh, and I get the opportunity, you know, to to try to build some sort of relationship with him and my cousins and, and all that stuff. I, I mean, I'm I'm sure some people find this stuff out. I mean, their their dad's passed away or or whatever. They never even got to meet him. So I I, I consider myself lucky. You know, in that aspect, um, there's, I mean, there's so many ways you can be bummed about it. You can be stoked about it. it and there's no wrong way, right? There's no wrong way to react. It's just, uh, it's just so fucking mind bending, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like an alternate reality and your reality just fucking combined, you know, and it's, it's, uh, well, it's one of those things where I think you absolutely have to take it day by day. You know, because yeah. it's so emotionally deep and, you know, wounding and everything on every such level that you can't just make it be a day by day thing. I lost you, buddy. Oh. Am I there? No, there you are. Okay. Yeah, so I was just saying, man, it's it's got to be such an emotional thing that you have to, it's got to be one of those day by day things. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, it, it's also one of those things that, you know, because, like I said earlier, just because of our, our day-to-day stuff, it's not, it's not something that's always on the forefront of my day-to-day operations, right? 
it's like I get up, I've got, you know, I'm pretty structured in my day. So, you know, this is going on, this is going on, you know, and it's like when I, when I do get the opportunity to sit down and, and think about it, it, which doesn't happen very often, you know, it coming to a, forming an idea or, or, a, or a plan or something to do is, is so far away from where I'm at because I'm just still trying to, I'm just still trying to figure it out, you know, and, and figure out how I even feel about it. Because I don't fucking, I just honestly don't know. Like I said, you know, my sister-in-law used to ask me all the time. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I think, I think, I don't know. I don't fucking know. If I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, what does that, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, man. I don't even know how to navigate it, um, to be honest. It's just one day at a time, man. One foot in front of the other. And uh, I know, like I said, he, we, we stay in communication, and he's a good guy. And I'm glad he's around. And uh, you know, just it's just it's a bummer. It's a it's a shitty situation, and uh, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. You know. Well, that's exactly it. You just you know, like you, said, you know, you stick to that structure of your day, and you just keep going. And fuck, man, what's gonna happen is gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Just one day at a time is what it is. I mean, I I love and I cherish the relationships I have with my family, you know, the family members that I do have. Like I said, I'm I am consider myself very lucky to be raised by the man that I was raised by, and I consider myself lucky that my biological dad's still alive and I got to meet him. Um, I don't, you know, I don't regret my childhood or anything. I, you know, I have a fucking good life, man. You know, I ended up okay, and uh, <laughs> it is what it is, dude. You can't, you can't change what you can't change. You know what I mean? Yep. Nope. Absolutely. You just got to keep doing, man. That's what it's all about. You know. Now you just got to raise your kids, and you know, do the best you can on that job. And now they've got two two grandfathers in their life. Yeah. 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 They've got they got a couple. You know, because. Uh, Parents are, re, you know, married, divorced and remarried. So there's, you know, three, four sets of grandparents and fucking second cousins, third cousins and cousins, cousins and long lost cousins. So, yeah, we got, we got, we got plenty of family to go around, man. Yeah, the family's grown Never, exponentially. Yeah, exactly. Never a lonely holiday. So nice. It's all good. Nice. Well, Gabe, that's going to just about wrap us up and uh, i want to thank you for coming on and hey thank you so much for your service as a firefighter yeah no problem man thank you thank you for having me on thanks for all the all the information you put out and thanks for being here for all the for all the dads that have that have gone through and are going through shit man i appreciate the fuck out of you brother absolutely man it's, it's my honor to you know help you guys any way i can and more importantly this podcast to give you guys a voice you know and you said earlier that you went uh through the family court system you come on sometime and we'll talk about that. I'd love to hear about your experience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. It doesn't get me all fired up. <laughs> You're like, no, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, if you ever want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. Talk about how guys get fucked in there, you know? It's, uh, it sucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it, it sucks. It does, and you're in California. You're in one of the worst fucking states for that. Yeah. Without a doubt. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, bro. It's fucking miserable. I think in the the couple years I was going through the family court system, I I probably knocked fucking fifteen years off my life, dude. Just from the stress and the fucking angst and the just feeling of just absolute anger, but absolute helplessness. Like there's nothing that you can do, and all, and you're just fuming because you're like, you just want to rip your fucking skin off. You're like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like this is insane. And there's nothing you can do because anything you do, they're just going to use it against oh, yeah. you, that's, you know? That's absolutely it. And, you know, you just got to bend over and brace for impact, basically. <laughs> it is so gnarly. Yeah, don't, don't get me fired up, bro. <laughs> I got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I appreciate the heck out of you. Thank you for coming on and telling us your story about your situation with your mom. I know that's, yeah. that's tough to deal with. But, you know, like we said a couple different times during this show, it's it's one step at a time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well thank you again for having me, man. I appreciate it. All and, right, uh, brother. 
Stay safe with your job and uh, keep in touch, man. All right. Will do. do, brother. All right, man. All right, man. Good weekend. Take it easy. All right, you too. See ya. All right, guys. So that was Gabe Kessler coming on and telling his story about his mom not telling him the truth about his dad and finding out 40 years into life. That's, yeah. Man, I still can't wrap my head around it, but paternity fraud is a very, very regular thing. You know, it's an, it's really, honestly, it's almost an epidemic at this point in time. You know, if you go back through and you look through my archives and you look at everything that I post, I talk a lot about paternity fraud. Um, so guys, you gotta be so very careful. You know, my advice to you is, you know, if your girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever the case may be, all of a sudden gets pregnant and that child is born before you do anything, get a paternity test. I did a video about how you can just go down to Walgreens CVS and buy an at-home paternity test, guys. Check it out, protect yourself, don't just blindly assume. All right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up. I wanna thank you for tuning in to The Father's Truth. I am Alan Donovan. All right, guys, you guys have a great weekend. I will be back next week with another guest. And as always, if you are a father that's got a story to tell, reach out to me. Let's get your voice heard. All right, guys, much love. Take care. Thank you for joining us and listening to The Father's Truth. If you would like to be a guest or know someone with a story that needs to be heard, email Alan Donovan now at thefatherstruth at sohomail.com.